Hello listeners and welcome to Philosophy. This is just an introduction to tell you what the project of the podcast is about and a bit about what I'm about. I'll give you a little rundown of me first. Um, I never finished secondary school, which is middle school in England and I guess high school in America. Um, and I began working when I was 15. Uh, when I was 16, my girlfriend got pregnant and, and by the time I was 20, I had two children and I worked and, and that was my life. But I always, since I was a young boy, kept going with that perennial why question that children often annoy us with so much. Why, 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 why? And it seems like if we go down that question enough, the answer is always from a parent, because I said so. And often it can be because God said so. And those answers never satisfied me. And I have always lived my life thinking why and why and why. And it's made me a bit iconoclastic and irreverent. Um, I damaged my back in my late 30s and thanks to a great program we have here in Ireland called the Access Program I was able to get into university after a year of this program and when I got in I studied psychology and philosophy um, mostly because I thought that's where I'd find answers to them why questions and I'm still not satisfied with the answers I got in psychology or philosophy, but no. Either way, that's me. So, the podcast, you'll notice by the the painting that I have as the main picture. It's from 1818 by a guy called Caspar David Friedrich. And it's called The Wanderer Above the Sea of Fog. Now, in the original picture, the ass isn't out. It's just a man standing above the sea of fog and often thought that he's standing there in awe of nature and to represent the kind of romantic movement that sprung up in Germany about that time. It's often associated with a philosopher called Friedrich Nietzsche, someone who I've come to admire very much and someone who often had many of his great epiphanies and thoughts while hiking hiking was a great pastime of his and what he called his magnus opus the thus spoke zarathustra he often said came to him while he was hiking in the alps above a place called silas maria and so this picture this painting often is used to represent nietzsche and his thoughts it's often put on the cover of his books and many people including myself once, thought it was a painting of Nietzsche. And it's strange how the painting came before Nietzsche, but his life often came to represent so much about that painting, down down to the moustache and the guy in the painting. But uh, regardless. Why did I get the painting adjusted so the guy's ass is out? Because I think irreverence is important. Because I think we revere the ideas of the past too much. Because I think we revere our own knowledge too much. And we revere humanity too much. 
I think it's important that we uh, that we keep in mind that the ideas that we live by now the ideas of freedom, the ideas of liberalism, the ideas of private property, the ideas of economy, the ideas of self, the idea of what nature is, the idea of what is to be human. These have all come down to us from people in the past. And we come into the world and we just somehow automatically get kind of programmed by these ideas and, and, and we swim in these ideas. And as has been said, telling people that these ideas may not be true is often like trying to describe to a fish what water is like. The fish has lived its entire life in water, which doesn't recognize it as anything. So irreverence is important. And I hope in this podcast we can keep that in mind and not revere ideas too much or revere the thinkers or the people too much and I want to keep uh, comedy there I want us to try and have a giggle and have a laugh and this is not just for entertainment it's not that comedy transmits truth exactly but it somehow it keeps truth honest Nietzsche tells us that language is, is a metaphor Language doesn't perfectly describe reality. It's a metaphor for reality. And truth, truth is language that we forgot is a metaphor. And I think comedy helps us remember. Comedy can adjust our perception somehow to make us think, oh, hang on a minute. (laughs) So that's why I think comedy is important. And I think irreverence is important. Now, the word philosophy. Um, philosophy is inevitably going to be involved in this podcast, but this podcast is not pure philosophy. I do hope to have some philosophers on, um, and some people I studied with, uh, and let them describe some of the philosophical ideas that are going around now and philosophical ideas from the past the other statement I have is talking is thinking I've come to find that that language is far more powerful than we believe it is or than we generally take account of Um, language dominates our minds it dominates our concepts Uh, Without language, we wouldn't even have concepts. Um, There's been many philosophers that have talked about language. Back since Plato, right up to modern times, we're still discussing language and what it is to know things. And and I've come to the thought that without language, we can't think rationally. Now, we have feelings, we have emotions, uh, but to frame those emotions, to grasp concepts and things in the world, we have to put a word around them. And then we can bring them into our conceptual apparatus and move them around and uh, make calculations and come up with conclusions. But without language, none of this will be possible. 
Well, for me, language is absolutely what separates us from the rest of the animals. As I said, there's been there's been much talk about language. A uh, philosopher, French guy called La Rochefoucauld, La, Ro- La Rochefoucauld. He's got a very long name. But he once said, would as many people fall in love if they had not read about it? Now, if you think about that, would we fall in love if we didn't have the concept of love? If we didn't hear poems and songs? I mean, everybody who's ever endured a breakup (laughs) knows they either delve into love songs or they run away from them. But there again lies language language is so important and that's how something I hope to to bring up persistently in this in this podcast a guy called John Locke said we are a blank slate and we come into the world as tabula rasa he called her so we're a blank slate and through our senses and stuff we we take on what the world gives us and that creates our consciousness as such that creates our ideas perhaps not our consciousness now that's gone through many uh, criticisms and I'm not sure it's true or untrue I'm not here to argue that a guy called Noam Chomsky who many know from his political work he created a he created a revolution in philosophy somewhat with what they call a linguistic turn and Chomsky told us that we have a innate language acquisition feature of our minds and that the that language all different languages have universal grammatical features so that we come into the world already with some understanding of language which goes against what Locke told us during the Enlightenment many, many, many moons ago. But Noam Chomsky has been criticised. Recently a fellow called Daniel Everett spent time with the Paraha tribe in the Amazon and their language seems to be different and doesn't have to, doesn't have all these grammatical structures that Chomsky thought were universal. So again, what language is and what the absolute effect it has on us is not really defined, but I think somehow languages and stories and collections of ideas, they seem to take on a life of their own. I mean, you can see this with religions. Religions, uh, they seem to fight somehow for their own existence. They seem to have their own striving. Is it the religion that uses the people to keep itself going? Or do the people use the religion? These are questions I hope to address along the way in this project. Something else I criticize a lot is the idea of progress. What we call progress. What we have been calling progress up until now. And I wonder if we should still call it progress now that we've 
started the sixth extinction event now that we've poisoned the seas and our rivers and damaged the soil can we still call this progress plus what is it we're aiming for with all our technological advancements because people just seem to be getting busier and busier and busier so what, what is the goal here on the building sites we used to have a phrase called the busy fool and it's a guy who's running around busy but not not really getting anywhere you know not really getting anything done um and i see humans are like that a lot i think busying ourselves but what are we really doing what's the goal this perennial why keeps coming up why 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 I really think, uh, and I'm not alone in this, as I hear, hear and read a lot of very intelligent people who are wondering if we don't need a new idea of what it is to be human, be it a new philosophy, be it a new religion, be it within a new language, who knows. But I hope to press on them questions too in this project. Most of all, what I hope this podcast does for the listeners and for myself is to cause reflection reflection seems to be something that uh, is becoming rarer and rarer in our modern environment a great place for reflection used to be the toilet seat as many people know I mean once you'd read Armitage Shanks in the back of the shampoo bottle you'd often start to think about what you had done that day or other things that may be important to you or figuring out what is important to you I'm afraid nowadays most people as soon as their butt hits the seat their phone is out of the pocket and that's all incoming information and often in just like 20 second tidbits from TikTok or some other social media stream endless scrolling So I hope on this podcast, in discussion with some of the guests, that uh, that we can provoke reflection in some of you listeners, and that you can take a walk without headphones, and think, and reflect on what you've heard, and see if you can find some answers to the why questions. I'm very open to criticism. Um, my ideas are not concrete or for sure so I'm very open to criticism and I don't doubt I will be criticised by a lot of the guests and that's okay that's absolutely what we're here for to hash things out so I do hope you enjoy the podcast please move on to our first discussion with a very interesting cameraman journalist called Tom Murphy and please reflect and think and remember to think even by ourselves we need language we have some imagined interlocutor conversation partner that we hash things out with in our own minds when we're trying to come to a 
decision or a conclusion so this again shows that even by ourselves talking is thinking thank you folks